0: Welcome to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals and parenting. We'll be chatting about island redos, the Mario invasion into your island life, and parenting. We are missing our fearless host, Mr. Dan Caparello, as he has left his digital beach paradise for a real one and is on vacation this week, wishing him fun and safe travels. But I am joined by the two best fellows in the UK ever. Don't tell Cap Gary that. One Mr. Sean Abbott. How are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm very good. How are you?
0: I am great. I feel like I should have come up with a crazy like, middle name for you like Dan would have done, but uh, I, I got nothing for you. So, uh,
1: I, think, I think we definitely need to leave that up to the master.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I, I would, I would fall, fall flat, as the PS4 game says. And our guest today, so glad to have him back again, Mr. Jason Frost, known to you on discord as frosticles43 thanks for joining us sir and how are you today
2: yeah i'm super great thanks guys glad to be back finally being able to work things out if i can come back it's been a long time coming i think yeah man we're glad uh, to have you yeah me and sean are gonna do a euro dad takeover
0: (laughs) i like it hey you know the more sexy voices we can get on this podcast the better that's what i say
1: you see i disagree with that a Yorkshireman's accent really isn't that great, especially when you spend your entire life around him.
0: <laughs> well, see, I haven't spent my entire life around you guys yet, so we're, we're good.
1: <laughs> sit, I'm going to sit here, let me whip it in me pot pie. <laughs> uh, just common stereotypes for every Yorkshireman to
0: <laughs> So, what have you guys been up to this uh,
1: last couple of weeks? Uh, it's been working. Um, we went away for a couple of days last week um, with a like a close family friend and I was and their kids um, just a couple of days by the beach but I worked for most of it so it was just my wife and the little ones I joined them for the last two days which was nice other than that just be working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> work, work and more work. Yeah, I got you. We've been pretty busy at our place too, uh, doing all kinds of crazy projects
2: and stuff. Everything seems to be ramping up. How about you, Jason? Yeah, same as Sean. Um, obviously, during the COVID pandemic, I work in a supermarket. Online shopping's become a huge thing for, for us now. That's so true. I've gone from starting at 5 a.m. to 3 a.m. Um, and that's tiring, but... Um, yeah i had a week off ended up thinking i'm gonna crack on with some games get some game time in whole week up early painting and decorating <laughs> yeah i remember this you're doing wallpaper
0: yeah. and exterior painting and
2: everything right oh I did it all carpets exterior interior you name it i did it you got a brand new house <laughs> yeah pretty much it's been a long time coming to be fair but yeah yeah last yeah. thing you want to do on a week off
0: yeah. So if you start at 3am, like when do you, uh, when do you get out? Like when do you,
2: when do you get to clock I'm, out? I finish at midday. Um, my company I work for has got stupid policies where before when I would start at 5am I'm entitled to an hour's break to sit down for an hour and stop. I would, I'm the type of person I would much rather crack on and just go home an hour earlier. Sure. It's, 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 you know, it's no different. I'm, I'm gone that hour now I start at three am they force me to take the hour break, which I suppose they should you know I need to stop yeah, but yeah. I'd rather go home and squeeze in a bit of a longer kip or you know my youngest doesn't go to school yet, so an extra hour with, with her sort of thing but sure. yeah, it's a long old day sure well, with all this playing game or with all these
0: playing uh, working, does anybody have any time to play any games? what you guys been up to on the uh, on the old consoles?
1: I've played on across crossing <laughs>
0: what? Man! Yep. It's almost like that's what this show's about or something. Look at that.
1: I I I finally pulled the trigger on redoing the island and it's pulled me in. So I've played I think I've played every day for the last week and a bit. Um moving everything around on the island. I've I've moved all the villages to one area of the island close to where my house is. So it's a bit like a suburbs area. Um, and now moving on to moving the shops to one area. So we've got like a retail district and then leaving myself with a massive room of nothing to do something with to what I haven't discovered yet. Um, but to try and get this done, I have broken one of the cardinal rules of Animal Crossing and... I time traveled,
0: you know, one time pirate goes on vacation only to be only to have another one be on the cast. I tell you, no, I get it.
1: I get it. I, I've lost, I've, I, I must be the only time traveling person on animal crossing that's managed to mo- lose nearly a quarter of a million bells.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. How I'm much not, money? Not how much... Go ahead. Sorry.
1: I've, I've not done it for any financial benefit at all. I've just literally done it because, right, I need this incline to be built because I'm sick and tired of waiting for inclines and bridges and things to be, be demolished. It was, yeah. I I thought I'd planned enough room for all the houses to be sort of like start and finish, but leave a gap between each house in a perfect line. Um, and I didn't, I was one house short. So like I had to de- demolish two Inclines, so I could fit that one house in place. So it was just, it was it was that I was doing. My head in.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask, how much money do you think you're gonna spend when this is? Because so I am also, to, to be fair, just kind of hit the Animal Crossing all all at once. I am also redoing my island, and I'm trying to figure out if it's fifty thousand a pop. I'm gonna move all ten homes. I mean, that's five hundred thousand right there. I I imagine I will be a a, probably a million plus bells in when this is all said and done to get it all to get everything moved. Uh, The I had
1: 13 and a half million bells in the ABD and now down to ten point (laughs) two. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. And that's 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 just because I've as I've rebuilt inclines I thought I've tried to keep with the aesthetic of that area, so I all the paths around the residential areas all the brick like path paving that I've used. So I've then used the brick stairs, which is like what they're like one hundred and ninety-eight thousand bells ago. And I've built. I've only got, I've got three of them, but I've had to build them four times.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, Jason. Um, you did this right, like like eons ago, like a couple months ago,
2: or is it more than yeah. That? Yeah, I was the guy that was like, looking at your islands. Oh, I, I I can't do it. I'm not creative. And I was like, do you know what? I need something to keep me going in this game. I love the community. I love this game. I'm going to do it. So yeah, I, it took me like three weeks. And like Sean, I think I burnt down about four million bells doing this. And I'm generally happy with my island now. It's, sure. There's there's a few things that. I could change, but I'm like, it took so long, I that would do. <laughs> so how often do you go back in, Jason? Um, I probably go in once a week. I I'd do me KK on a Saturday, mm-hmm. um, tidy up, chat to me villagers. Um, if someone in the community does ask about turnip prices, I'll have a quick glance at that for them, but apart from the first week i think the the very first week the game was out i i was the guy with the great price and we were all like oh my god (laughs) i've had terrible prices ever since i've never had a good one since so buddy
0: i've checked in every week i've had
2: i've had a bang
0: on price one one time and that's it yeah that that was that's the only time i've been i had 620 and that was only once yeah it was a
2: one and done for me as well
0: yeah craziness anything else for you sean you've been playing
1: um i dipped back into smash bros for a little bit um mainly because i'd completely forgotten all the different button configurations for different moods for different characters and we were having a bit of a family tournament so um i thought i needed to brush up on my skills if i wasn't gonna lose (laughs) which i didn't lose but surprisingly my, my wife was a bit of a dark horse and um she figured out that Pac Man had a really overpowered move that she could do quite easily and she just carried on using that all the time. And
0: <laughs> spam that sucker if it works, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. So um so yeah, I've gone back into playing the spirit is it the spirit quest or the adventure mode where you've got to rescue all the spirits and stuff like uh-huh. that. So I've been playing am- that a little bit.
0: I was into that for a while, but I fell off pretty hard. I I think I have finally decided I am not a Smash Brothers player. This was the one I bought it. I was all in that first year. And I'm like, no, I don't I appreciate you guys who are, but it's just not for me. What about, are you a Smash
2: are you a Smash player, Jason? Oh huge. Loved it. Loved nice. it at the start. I completed the adventure mode. And unfortunately for me, I'm I'm not a big online player, so after I completed the adventure mode I was kind of done with it, which is a shame because I would love to go back and play it, but there's nothing drawing me to it. So, yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right.
1: Anything else for you, Sean? Uh, just Mario Kart. Again, we were doing, doing the old Mario tournament that I was on about on the last podcast. So it was just, I think play, we played that just simply together as a family. Um, sure. To which my wife wasn't impressed because she doesn't like losing, and nobody can beat me a Mario Kart.
0: Nice. So, so small tangent. Are you uh, are you in? Are you excited about this uh, home live thing that they uh, this Mario Kart home or circuit or whatever it is, where you <sighs> no, where it attaches to your Switch in the car camera thing?
1: No, because I haven't got enough room in the house for that sort sure. of thing. It's I think it's definitely aimed at like. You guys over in America are, are people that have got a a two story house that's you've got a huge dining room which is all hard floor and stuff like that. But our house we've literally it's fifteen foot across and mm-hmm. three stories high. So it's like I don't have the room for it to for it to be an enjoyable thing unless I just wanted to drive in a really tight figure of eight in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Plus it's well, it's like one hundred and fifty quid a pop. So yeah, it is pricey. That's for sure. It's gonna be an O. I Um, I mean, I really hyped for the three D all game. Oh yeah. Um, I kind of want that physically, phys- a physical mm-hmm. copy of that though, because I think that's gonna become a, a pretty a, a cherished item. Yeah. And even the um the old gamer watch, I'd like to get hold of one of those. Though. that's on my Christmas list
0: yeah i you know i mean i don't really have any real affinity for the game and watch but i think it just it, i just kind of got sucked in like I, I i was looking pre-orders like i was like i want one of these i was like what do i want one of these? i don't even really like i never played it it wasn't my thing um but yeah it sucked me in i was like I, i'm gonna get one of those so so yeah jason what have you been
2: uh what have you been up to what have you been playing um for me um we've had these indie directs and whatnot. None of it's been my sort of thing. So in my eyes, whilst we're through a drought, um, I've just been burning through my backlog as and when I can. Um, Recently completed Bayonetta 2. Nice. Which is a weird game. Weird game. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Strange. Um, And currently at the moment, I'm flickering between Kirby Star Allies and Tales of Vesper um but again because i've because i've now got very limited gaming time um they haven't really gripped me and i'm trying to find that game to just keep my attention mm-hmm. um and townsman um has done that for me it's a bit like hey um do you guys ever play age of empires on the pc back in the day yeah yes it's, definitely yeah it's, it's it's a lot like that um a bit more cartoony um hmm. but it, it essentially it's that and it's been on my watch list probably since it came out and i was just having a glance on the on the shop and i was like i want to want to want to try something new it was 75 percent off so it was like 20 quid down to uh, a fiver and i was like do you know what now's the time um, and that game really has grabbed me because there's you, you can just sit and go at your own pace there's no you know rush because I mean, like I get an hour, hour and a half a night like now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no oh, I've got to rush from this save point to slap that save point, or I've got X amount of time to rush through a certain amount of worlds. I can. It's it's like Animal Crossing um, for sure. for me. I can make what I need to make, um, get villagers to do what they need to do, and then just save and done for the day sort of thing. So it's a uh, good timing for me at the minute with that game
0: so is that i'm trying to remember is age of empires turn-based or real-time strategy what is um, it, what, what is that i guess
2: is what i'm asking it's i'll let sean answer that because i'm i'm terrible with labels um,
1: i guess yeah it's like a not quite top-down um real-time strategy game oh it, well, yeah it's just like it's like your command and conquer style view okay where you kind of look in down towards it and you've got the 3d style buildings um and then it's just working your way through different well, age of empires which you're working your way through different see like ages are so, I think you start off and you're basically in the end the and slowly work your way up to like stone age iron age okay um,
0: but everybody's like moving around right like you're yeah you're moving people it's not like civilization where it's like you're you're your guy just sits there until it's your until it's it's turn again and then you can move it so many spaces is that right no.
1: yeah yeah you could be attacked at any time so sort i of think okay. so all
0: right well that's cool i might have to check that out because that uh, that sounds like it'd be up my alley too so i have been uh, obviously i i too sean i but because i was just playing animal crossing like 30 minutes or so every day in the morning and that was about it but then, yeah, I started to rip my own apart. I am, and once this is done, if it looks anything like I hope it will, um, I'll show it off. If not, maybe I'll just bury it. Um, but I'm trying to make my island like Toad Town in Paper Mario. Um, and that that turned out more difficult than I thought it would be, uh, which is most projects in my life turn out more difficult than I think they'd be. Um, but I uh, I found a happy, happy island designer week. We showed this off in the very beginning. It came out before Animal Crossing actually even came out. And I dinked around with it a little bit. But now that I really need it to, for precision, people, if you're redoing your island and you need to know precisely where a building will go, that editor is fantastic. And you can search the happy island designer for Animal Crossing and, and it, you, it will pop up. And it's, it's accurate to like your spaces. So it knows exactly what a house will be. It knows exactly what your house should be, the museum. And it really, you can add water and you can really get a feel for what it is so that you're not spending a lot of time redoing stuff. Uh, Because I immediately, like the first day I moved the campsite where I thought it needed to be, found out that's not where it needed to be. And it became a big thing. So that's that. But I'm redoing mine too. And if it all works out, um I'll I'll do a YouTube thing or put it on Twitter or something. I also have you guys been shaking trees for acorns or pine cones or anything like that? Yeah.
1: I've literally if there's a tree there, I've kind of forgot to shake it every single time and just hacked it down. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to reply I've I've lost I'd say I've lost a good seventy five percent of my foliage on my yeah. island.
0: Including uh, your yeah. including your flowers, botanist Sean.
1: Uh, no, the flowers are on the like the lowest part of my island when you first okay. come out of the airport. And I was looking at them last night because that's where I'm, I, I'm. getting to that area now, and I was looking at them last night, and I was thinking that's I've got a lot of flowers. I've got so many. Flowers. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna use that that big empty lot of land that I've got, and I'm gonna try and keep. A certain amount of each flower and i'm going to fence them in and do like a nice little gardens thing because i still haven't figured out what i'm doing with my campsite yet that's kind of a like i don't know what to do with that on or my orchard because i think everybody i know now has every single fruit that they need so i don't mm-hmm. think i need to have every single fruit on my island yeah in multiples mm-hmm. so i might just keep one of each but yeah and i've not used that app um mainly because I haven't had a natural design in mind. I just kind of sure. what started at the top of the island, in the case it's like went down in rows. Um.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, um, so I'm with you. I took my orchard out and I also, I had done a ton of flowers for my like wedding chapel area. I mean a ton, like more than 200 roses were in my wedding chapel area. So As a pro tip, if you do have to move an entire area of flowers or you're just selling them and getting rid of them, if you do it at the end of the day, or you can do it whenever if you don't care, but just you don't have to take care of the holes. Like you can dig up your flowers and the next morning your holes will be gone. So to save you just a little bit of time so that you don't have to kick them them closed or shovel over them or whatever, you can just like shovel up your flowers wait for a day and just the holes are gone so just a tip uh,
2: i wish
1: i'd known that <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i've been i've been leaving ones that i know that i'm gonna sort of like right i'm gonna be moving that cliff or i'm gonna be putting some water this way or i've kind of like just left it and dug it up when i've been putting the cliff down because that gets rid of them straight away you don't need to fill them before yeah. you dig it out but yeah yeah i wish there was a like a a way of just going along if you could have like a lawnmower and just push it (laughs) that
0: would be so cool (laughs) that would be so great (laughs) they need that for sure they need that yeah Um, that's
1: tedious i I mean i'm i I don't know how much i'll it's unreal i reckon a good 70 percent of my island was flowers yeah. Just because, because, yeah, I had that month off playing it and I went back to it and all my flowers have just gone.
0: <laughs> <They're> taken over.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, all right. I've got loads of weeds, but then I've also got massive amounts of flowers. I've, I've grown more flowers than I had weeds in a month. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Just because I didn't bind, I didn't ever put a boundary around them. So they just kind of mm-hmm. off on a tangent. So.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I will say I've been shaking trees for these gosh forsaken acorns and pine cones. They are not easy to find. I am, I will say, getting very good at catching wasps. Um, Although not always because I I did faint. I got stung twice. I got stung twice in a row, so I actually fainted from wasp stings. Um, But I I am not finding them as much as I thought you would, especially uh, if you contrast that with the summer shells. Those things are out like I have like 70 summer shells in my storage with nothing to do with them Uh, so I don't know I just think the pine cones and acorns I don't know if they'll become more prevalent as the season goes on but right now I'm not finding a ton of them I'm finding them just not very much but uh moving on for that my son and I beat Paper Mario uh he was very excited about that game and uh he uh we went through it and he wants to work on 100 percent so we're We're 100% through, not 100, we've missed a couple, but we're currently in Shogun Studios working on that 100%. Um, You with me, Sean? Jason? (laughs) No. Okay, we do have Jason. All right, that's good. (laughs) Sean is in a frozen state at the moment, so uh, we will just uh, wait and see if he's coming back in the action. Um, I am playing Dreamland 3 for the... uh, for kirby's
2: dreamland three do you ever play that back in the day jason i didn't i've never been a big kirby person up until the switch one funnily enough i like the
0: switch one and i am not a big kirby person either when it comes to dreamland three that game has no <laughs> tutorial i'll talk about it more because i'm sure i i want to be on the on on uh, tim's dinner table cast um where they're talking about retro and all and all that stuff uh, we we're talking about the retro games. This is a retro game of the month for Tim's dinner table. And I try, I'm trying it and I just really am not liking it. Not at all. So that'll, uh, that'll probably end my, I don't think I'll play anymore, especially with the new Mario games that came out. I think we'll probably move on to that.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: And then last for me, Boomerang Fu. Did anybody download, welcome back by the way, Sean, I'm glad you made it. Um.
1: <laughs> I knows know what happened there, and my internet just went. No, not today.
0: <laughs> yeah, I figured I was like, "Well, he's pretty. He's he's pretty statuesque over there. I don't know. Something seems wrong." Um, uh, have any of you downloaded Boomerang Fu?
1: Nah, uh, no.
0: Do you guys do you guys play co- local co op games with with friends or family much? No. Okay, so you don't want it then. Don't don't download it. But if you play local co op games. I swear to goodness, this game is a blast. My son and my daughter, we have a couple friends who come over. We played, actually, six-player um, local co-op, and it, it runs fantastic. Well, there, I should say, it runs fantastic, minus every once in a while, it will freeze, which I've talked to the developer about. They're aware of it. They're working on a patchwork. But it doesn't happen a ton. Like, we put in some major hours into that game. Uh, my son now, he gets an hour a day. He spends his hour playing Boomerang Foo even by himself with bots. That's how much he currently is into it. Over playing Animal Crossing, which makes me a little sad, but that's okay. Um, and so, so yeah, that's the game currently that my son loves playing. Even my daughter likes playing it, which is crazy. And I don't know if my wife really knows that that happens, but that's okay. Um, so, yeah, so that's what, we, that's what I've been playing. That's what we've been playing. Um... What do we got for a dad corner, Sean?
1: Um, well, I've, I've noticed in our Discord that we there was a lot that Marty seemed to be going through quite a lot. Um, I won't divulge much because obviously we're a very fam, family-friendly podcast, but he, I think he had two significant episodes in his life in the same week and I kind of wanted to talk about dad life stresses and strains. Um, and what, like, having an episode like what Marty went through can do mentally to ourselves because mental health's a big thing for, for me. Um, I've suffered a lot with people taking their own lives just with um, the last place I worked. It was kind of like a man and boy type place, So, which which you tend to get in like the power industry is that you start working at a power station straight from high school and you kind of work there until you retire. It's kind of like the only job some people have only ever have is spending 45, 50 years working with the same place. Um, there was I'll use the one guy significant, but he took his own life because to me it was kind of like the, there was a lot happening around, the company like with the company shutting down and stuff and I feel like that had a big weight on him that he didn't know what else he could do outside of that to to, to bring home the bacon basically and mm-hmm. uh, it, it got a bit too much and he kind of took his own life for that and and I, I remember waking up the morning that that happened and I had a, a text message from one of the guys on security that kind of let me know that something was going to be mentioned to us because they'd obviously had a phone call from his wife to kind of explain why he wasn't going to be coming in. Um, and I can remember when I finally got told, I, I was upset because this guy was like a, he was like a bit of a second dad sort of thing. He kind of took me under his wing as a, as a young lad when I started with the promise of it being a job for life and kind of like showed me like who were decent people to talk to and like to learn from and who weren't and, it, yeah, it was quite. It was horrible. It was a difficult time, and I can only say that um, I've got a fraction of the feeling of what Marty was going through. Cause it, and I kind of don't want anybody else in our community to ever suffer and be upset by somebody in their life that's that's done that, or even if there's stresses and strains in their life that's ever getting too difficult. So I kind of wanted to open to open up a little bit and say that. Um, The Discord is a safe place. We do have a a section called Adult In, which I've talked to Tim about trying to maybe change the name or move it to a different area so that everybody's got access to it So I'm not sure who does and doesn't have access to that. Um, But in there is kind of like a safe place that if you ever need to rant, if you're having a bad day and the kids have got too much or work's got too much and you kind of want to just let off some steam rather than, you know, bottling it up and keeping it inside to – Kind of let it out there and bounce off other people because that's always going to help. Um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to, to put all that out there and then say, um, you know, how will we handle it. As like, obviously, Dan's reaction to some things was always really good. Um, he kind of has a, especially when he lost his job and things like that. He kind of handled that on the surface really well from the outside looked really well and kind of dug deep and figured out what he's good at. And he kind of started to use that as a core skill. And I just kind of like wanted to talk to you guys about how you, how you do it. What's your, like, what's your worries as a, as a dad, not just like as a, as a parent, but like as a dad, I, what do you see as a, as a hardship and how you deal with it? And yeah. I can't talk to a lot now.
0: (laughs) No, you're fine. I think that's, I think that's great. I, I mean, from my perspective, um, and I think that some of this goes on or we've talked about this on, on discord, which really is like Sean said, is a great place for this stuff. And I mean, our community is awesome. We, as, as, as men, as dads, I mean, I, I are set up for, to be like the, the, you know, that we don't break and we're there for the family. And, that you know we need to be tough through tough stuff and i don't know we're just set up in a really i think i don't want to say a bad way but when stuff goes sideways for us like it's it's tough like sometimes it's like well you know i'm supposed to be the one that's there for the fam and i'm supposed to be the one that's there for um my kids and all that stuff so you know i just need to suck it up and deal with it kind of stuff you know Um, and I think, I think, I don't, I think that's going away. I hope it is at least in, at least it seems to be anecdotally from, from what I just view, but it's still certainly very much there in, in some areas. And so I think as guys, you know, we have to help that go away, you know, that we, we are going to have crap days and certainly, you know, I mean, I always reach out to friends be it on discord or friends I have locally um, when, when stuff is crappy, like, you know, I mean, it happens um, either at work or relationship wise with the family, with kids, with the wife. It's like, you gotta be able to vent to somebody and you gotta know that there are people out there that, that really care about you. I think that's, that's like the biggest thing when when you have the crappy day, and I like to be fair, I'm not a psychologist. It's just what I see in what I do, or something like like you know, I'm a social, I'm a so I hear a lot of stuff because I am a social worker by trade. But um, I'm certainly not a psychologist or a counselor or anything like that. Um, but it's like when people, when people have that crap day or that crap experience, and then coupled on that, they feel like nobody cares whether that they're having that and nobody cares about them, you know? And I think that, man, if there's one thing you got, I would hope that anybody who's listening to this and if it's one person, whatever, that gets something out of this, that's great for me. Um, There's somebody who cares. Like you can come on discord. There's somebody who cares. Like you can, you can DM my, our Twitter is open. You can DM me on Twitter and I will answer you. There's somebody who cares. Like, don't forget that. So I know I just got super deep, but Like that's, I guess, my, my thing. So
1: yeah, I would definitely rather hear about somebody's bad day than pick up and read that one of our like friends has got, it has got too much. Any day it's, I don't care. I don't care what it is. I don't care how small and insignificant it might be to somebody outside. Because that's the thing, sometimes it's just a pile up of small little things and yep. you think, Oh god, I got not handle and you think, Oh, this is really stupid, why am I kicking it? I'd rather hear about that. I don't mm. care. I don't care how small, how big. And that over bad news any day. Yep.
2: Yeah, I think that's what's great with the adulting channel on Discord is you see someone vents, puts, you know, I've had a terrible day, blah, blah blah blah. And within five minutes there's so many people going I hope you're okay. If you want to tra- chat, drop me a message, you know, we're here for you. People offering advice, et cetera. It's absolutely brilliant for that. And, you know, like, like Sean's just said, I'm always one of those that I would rather sit down on a, of an evening and listen to someone, um, need to rant and vent, than um, have to read the next day. Got too much. Um, so I, I think, you know, that that's, that page is really good. Um, and from my personal experience, we're, we're going back a good few years now. I think the, the Discord channel might not have even been a thing, which was late 2016, early 2017. I went back to work after Christmas to be told, we don't want you here anymore. See you later. Literally a day before my daughter's first birthday, um, and I've all, I've always had a job. I've always been the provider, never been out of work. Th- that situation had never happened to me. Um, and my wife, she knew I was really upset and it was really affected me. Um, but I'm one of those people. I, I shouldn't, I, I keep things private. Um, I'll, I'll express things in my four walls in my household. Um, but to my friends and to my family, I'm very private, um, and I don't know, I have a terrible mindset going back to school days right, where if I tell one person something, it's going to go everywhere. Everyone's going to know my business. Um, and, and I don't want that. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, I lost my job. Um, obviously, I was listening to this podcast um, to dad, uh, Nintendo dads way back when. Um, I knew Zach was a psychiatrist. I reached out on Facebook. Just I, I sent him a message saying... Hi Zach, I hope you know. I hope you don't mind. Um, I know what you do for a living. I'm just after a little bit of advice. I've I've lost my job. Um, I don't know where my money's going to come from. You know everything that comes with that scenario. Um, and it was absolutely fantastic. He probably doesn't remember it. You know, it was so long ago. Um, but it, I just just having that person. Sometimes having a person that's you're not closely linked to. Um, I find is better for me, like just to have that person, an outsider, that's the word, an outsider to talk to that, that's always been really good for me. Um, so again, leading back to why the Adulting Channel, I think is absolutely fantastic. And like Sean said, if if, if we can get that extended a bit, I think that'd be brilliant, brilliant for everyone. Because we're, we you know, we've always been in that, oh man up, man up, we're well, yeah, um, in that age. And I think, Hopefully, we are starting to come out of that where men men can cry too. You know, it's it's not such a stigma anymore, which is, is really good in this day and age. So, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, d- I definitely see it. it's like like both my grand both my grandfathers have passed away, but Lindsay's grandfather is still around, and he's very much in the mindset of everything's always okay. I mean, he's he's currently having some some health issues where he's sat in with the early onsets of dementia and he's still adamant that, oh, I'm absolutely fine. And his wife is exactly the same. So Lindsay's grandmother is exactly the same. She's in denial about, oh, no, no, he's fine. He's fine. He's just age. It's forgetfulness. He's getting old. And it's like, no, no, it's like Lindsay works in that sort of area. And she's like, no, no, it's this, it's this. And then like I look at Lindsay's dad who's seen his dad go through this and he's kind of like, he's not in that mindset of I'll just man up and get on with it or suffer in silence. So like we went for a beer with each other the other week and he was like, he really opened up and we were talking about it. And he was asking me questions about like what I do, what would I say? And, and then like, I look at my, like our generation. So for people our age who are now battling that stigma and trying to say, no, it's okay to not be all right. It's all right to, Ask somebody for help and reach out. i and I'm hoping that by the time Logan, my boy, gets to my age, that, that stigma's gone, and that you know, we it's it's not one of them where we have till we feel like we just need to grow a pair and crack on. So mm-hmm. it, it's getting there. I just, uh, yeah, we've like I said, we're seeing what Marty had gone through. I definitely want just to open up to to one, of them, especially as we're we're doing a, a dad side of the podcast. That mm-hmm. it's one of them where yeah i kind of wanted to make it known to everybody so i thought this is a very good outlet to do that i think
0: i think it was an awesome idea i saw you put it in there and i was like let's definitely that's fantastic i know um there's like one last thing for me and my wife won't mind me sharing this because she's very open she wants anybody who can get help from it when our first when our, our son our son is our was our first child when our first child was born noah she um like I knew about postpartum stuff, like didn't know, know about it, but I knew it was a thing. Um, but she actually suffered from prepartum depression, which until she actually suffered with it, I had no idea. Like it was even a thing. Like I, my mind was like, what, what's going on? And
1: and imbalance is common.
0: So. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, It was during, Noah was born in, uh, actually he's a Valentine's baby, he was born on Valentine's Day. Um, But uh, it was, so it was the winter and it was the year here in Michigan where we had like crazy snow, at least for us, uh, which shut down everything. And so it was rough and at some point, like just due to thoughts and everything, she actually had to go get treated and, and be gone for a few weeks. And wouldn't you know, that was like, like normally I would have an outlet of friends and family and uh, at church and everything. Why wouldn't you know, like that was when we got dumped on. So like my wife is gone with, with horrible thoughts. She's pregnant. I'm like at the house pretty much by myself because we have like crazy amounts of snow. Um, And so I wasn't really able to get out all that much. And that was a rough time. Like I would have loved to have had a discord where I could just vent to, To friends that I, that I knew would be there for me. And so, uh, unfortunately I wasn't part of Nintendo dance at the time. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that was probably one of the toughest times in my life. And, uh, I just buried myself in a, in a house project actually. Um, but, uh, it wasn't super easy to get through. Luckily, I mean, we do have family around here. Uh, so I I wasn't completely and utterly alone, but still, yeah, it's just, it was crazy. I know I came back we were gone for 3 we were pretty much snowed in for 3 weeks or it wasn't entirely like that but like the snow always fell on sundays it seemed like or wednesdays when we would normally go to church and so church was canceled for like 3 weeks in a row and so i remember going back to church And my wife was kind of back from the hospital, back from treatment at that point. And it was like, like, we just came back and nobody knew what had happened at all, you know, like, because it was just kind of how it all happened and how everything transpired. And it was just, it's just crazy how you can be so connected, but so utterly disconnected all at the same time. So, yeah, I don't know.
1: That that sounded rough. All I can think of is I just keep thinking of the Shining, just with the snow and you being on your own in the house. So <laughs> well, I can imagine that it was absolutely horrific.
0: Yeah, it, it was. Um, yeah, so I guess I mean, if we don't if we don't have anything else to say, we just want you to know that there's somebody out there that that appreciates you, and if you need to chat about anything, um, you can reach out to us on Discord. Reach out to any one of us on Discord. You can reach out to us on Twitter. Find us. Find us yeah, before. Facebook. We'll listen to your to your horrible day because we've all had a horrible day, a horrible experience, a horrible season. Like we've all had it.
1: So yeah, especially this year with COVID, it's been like if anything, now is the time when we're coming out of it all to kind of try and get back to normality because some people are going to struggle to go back to normality. So, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah.
0: I am sending my son off to first grade tomorrow. Tomorrow oh, is his first yeah. day of first grade. So, so yes. I,
1: my kids go back this week, and I can't wait. <laughs> I love my them. oldest went I back yesterday. Them. I love them so much, but please go. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: am, I am excited and a little – I mean, this is the first time our kids have been to school for like six months, something like that Yeah, about six months. Um, so yeah, I am excited that they get to go. He's very excited. Like I keep I'm like, are you nervous? No. I'm really excited, Dad. I'm like, you know, I'm excited. Like I I, I keep thinking he's not, but I I'm pretty sure he is. So, anyways, he I think he is really excited. Um we don't have anything else. We got some community questions.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: All right. Um... First, we want to we want to ladies <laughs> in you us in, sorry, <laughs> sorry no. first we want to thank all all the Patreon members of the Nintendo Dads for hanging with us on Discord. Um, you guys are seriously the best community on the internet, and we love you all. And if you are listening to this and would like to chat with us three. Uh, plus a whole bunch of other awesome Animal Crossing fans and dads. You can join in on all the action for as little as a dollar a month over at Patreon slash Nintendo Dads. Come on over and join us, like we've already said, for adulting, for Animal Crossing, for a million other things. So we have a couple of questions. One from our fearless host, Dan Caparello, who is on vacation. Uh, he says, what are your vacationing life hacks as a dad so i believe he got all three of his children him and his wife got all three of his children on a well they drove somewhere and then got on an airport got on a got on an airplane got on an airplane and then flew somewhere and i have a feeling that might have been a skosh stressful that's what i'm thinking <laughs> that's what i'm thinking happened so uh I have never done, I have never, my, I never put my kids on an airplane. I can't imagine the chaos. Have either of you done this?
1: Yes, I have. Twice. Um, Twice? The first, yeah, the first time was easier because it was just the two girls. And I think uh, at the time Jay was nine, Emily was three or four years old. And that was, that was easier. And uh, nine, nearly 10 year old and a four year old. It was kind of like, oh, look, why don't you bring your tablets? We've got films downloaded on there, so we don't need the internet. So, like, here's some headphones. we bought you some snacks in the airport. Um, Basically, it was a a four-and-a-half-hour flight, and they were so quiet for four-and-a-half hours. They just watched films, sat next to each other, cuddled up with teddy bears. Super-duper easy. Um, Then we went again with Logan, Uh, uh, how old was he? One and a half. Yeah, he was walking and squawking. So yeah, about one and a half. Um, and that was a completely different experience. Mm -hmm. I, you've got to try and confine a small child that wants to run around all the time to one spot for four hours because we went to the same place. Okay, so it was horrific because he wouldn't he didn't want to sit he's never really been bothered about focusing on a screen so he just wanted to run up and down the plane which he did for four hours he literally ran up and down the plane for four hours Um, other people thought he was like really cute because he was running up to people and he was like I'm going on holiday and where are you going what are you doing and it's just he was really cute in that aspect but were you like trying to bury yourself
0: like because i mean i do that as a parent sometimes when my kids is like doing something and i can't really get told i'm just like i just i don't want to be here like he's not my son i didn't do it
1: (laughs) no i did the opposite i followed him up and down and (laughs) i I talked to people because like i was apologizing i'm really sorry he's really excited and people like oh no it's absolutely fine no it's it's lovely it's really nice he's really polite because he is um, every time he went up to somebody, it wasn't he was just walking up to him and going like and shouting stuff at them. He was walking up to him and he's going, "Excuse me, excuse me," because like, he's always <laughs> been really polite like that. Um, so it was really nice. And it like it broke the ice because there was a couple of people that we then bumped into while we were on holiday, and they were like, "Oh, how's he doing? Is he enjoying his holiday?" And it's like, "Oh, cool." It's like, but um, for, for hacks as parents who are taking kids, um, be prepared. So by we bought him four new like Disney car character cars and we kept mm-hmm. them in the boxes. And so like we took those of us, um like we kinda had a goodie bag each for each child, and in there was like something that we know they'd like, some of their favorite sweets and like we kind of just did that and it was like once we got on the plane and and they were starting to, like, you could see they were getting a bit fidgety and uncomfortable. It was like, oh, the missus had pull this bag out, and she's like, here you go. And the kid's like, oh, wow, I've got a new toy. And wow, I've got this coloring book. Oh, like, yeah, it kind of worked like that. So just just go in prepared. So especially for flying on a plane, um, have a cuddy bag. That's stuff that you can keep reaching into and taking out one at a time. Cause once you do that and you kind of get the excitement about one item as it starts to die down, you can build up the excitement for the next item and it kind of keeps them entertained for a little bit. So, but like trying to keep an organized in an airport is horrific as well. So we kind of, yeah, I spent a lot of time running up and down, like, you know, the escalator that's flat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... A lot of time riding up and down that, um, below and, so. But yeah, it's kind of just be prepared for it to be difficult, especially if you've got a young child. Anything from three years up, I think it'll be a lot easier. But yeah, a small child, is terrific.
0: Life hack number one: <laughs> bribery. Bribery <Yeah>. works great. <laughs> I like it.
1: Oh, man, so, that uh, holiday was so tired.
0: <laughs> isn't that the thing with when you, when you take kids on vacation? You're like, well, now I need a vacation from my yeah.
2: vacation.
1: He, he just wanted to be in the water all the time but obviously he needed like flotation aid all the t- all the time but hated wearing it because it was ridiculously hot we went to greece and it was like 40 degrees every day so he didn't want to wear extra layers or like a buoyancy vest so like we tried armbands but was forever like trying to pull them off and like sweating underneath them so it was, his arms were a bit sore and so like the second week of the holiday, it was just basically me stood in the pool, walking around the inside of the pool while he walked around the outside of the pool getting ready to catch him if he decided to just jump in. And I had a full on like horrific panic moment in the second week. Um, because one of these pools had like a little wall on the inside that you could sit on, which was perfect height for him to stand up and his shoulders be out of the water. Mm-hmm. So like he could walk along this wall which went like around the entire, this little chill pool and I thought, Oh, this is great. But there was one point where he could walk step off and he'd go into the main pool. And it was a lot deeper. And like, I was talking to, I think I was talking to the mother-in-law and he's walking around this pool and like I had all of his hands and I was like, Oh, he's doing really well. And then like the next second I, like, I looked and I didn't have all of this kid's hand. And he was like, I just saw bubbles at the top of the oh, water," I was like, <laughs> <laughs> know, dragged him shit sat him on the side thinking oh my god he's gonna scream because he's literally just dropped in this one well. and i was like like ready for like crying and to cuddle him and he's like he just started laughing and i was like oh, okay that didn't phase you at all that's really scary
0: <laughs> yeah so, my wife had you- something like that where he, she was with Noah and I don't really know. I was actually on a, on a work trip and something happened where Noah slipped and that kind of, like that same kind of thing. And she, he was fine. And it was all like, she calls me and she's like, but she like read this thing about dry drowning. So legit, because there was no way she was going to, she like pretty much stayed up all night and just like watched our son. Cause she was like, he could dry drown. I've read about this happening. I've read about this happening. And I'm like, pretty sure he's okay like i'm pretty sure he's, and she's like no 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 and so like she would she checked on him i don't think she slept that night quite frankly i legit don't think she slept at all she just like stu- she just like sat up and watched him sleep um and everything was fine and but she's just the mom she's just a mom like that and she's like i'm not i'm not gonna take any chances so jason do you have any uh, vacation life hacks
2: no not really to be honest with you um the kids haven't been on planes we generally do staycations um although last year we did a 7 hour car drive from cornwall to yorkshire um and the only real hack with that was leave early in the morning right I think we left at 5am so they sleep most of the way <laughs> yeah that's but a good hack yeah I
1: can't um, believe uh, it. you um you left cornwall to come to yorkshire you left a really nice uh, of the UK to come here
2: <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing like everyone says Cornwall's <laughs> glorious and everything and it is don't get it wrong. It's a fantastic county to live in but I, I live there um, so <laughs> you know you, you've got to go and experience these other parts like um, yeah Yorkshire, Hastings etc you've got to go there and yeah somewhere different
1: <laughs> no it is it's nice around here just like it probably the way you think about like, Colorado is uh, yeah I I live here I've been here all my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't. So our kids neither have never been on any planes or anything like that. But we do. We uh, every year we go um, visit family in Illinois, which is like a six-hour trip, and then every other year we go to the Illinois, and then we go to Minnesota, which is a which is like two six hour trips and a 12 hour trip back to Michigan um, where we live. Uh, And so the 12 hour trip, actually the first time was probably the easiest. It was just with Noah. Noah was really little and that kid slept and we even screwed up and got on the wrong, like went the, went the wrong way. And so it became like a 14 hour trip probably. I mean, we really screwed up bad. Um, but he still slept like he was fine. Like he was no problem. Like he slept through most of it. That was great. The second time we did it, he was probably like four. And then we had Ariel and she was, I don't know, one and a half, two, something like that. That one was a little more stressful because now he was like, he was ready to go to the bathroom, right? Like he was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I got to, go to the bathroom because now the diapers are off. He's he knows how to go to the bathroom when he's in the diapers. It was like, we're fine. We're good. You know, I got to worry about this. Um, and so snacks, lots of snacks, like just lot. And then, uh, we have, uh, we play with Noah at that point. We played the States game with, uh, uh, with, with like license plates, which is like a thing. I don't know if you guys have any version of this in UK, but in America, know. it's like if you're driving cross country, you look at license plates and you there are, there are like legit iPhone apps or phone apps that you can get. And then you just like, you got to try to find all the states, which we've never done. Even 24 hours of driving from Iowa to Minnesota and back, we never have found them all. We got like, I don't know, we were missing like three or four. Nobody from Hawaii was over here. Um
1: so, we just have um one punch yellow mini. So like every time you see a yellow mini, you punch your sibling.
0: Oh yeah, we totally have that. Like we called it slug bug. So like if you see like a car with wood on it, which you never see anymore, um you would uh you'd have to you you'd yeah, you'd punch him in the shoulder. Yeah, we totally have that too. But I don't play that with my children, so let's just get that straight. Okay. The like, game's not play just somebody's like, Oh <laughs> I don't punch my children. Um and so, like little games like that, you know, we just tried to keep them busy as best we could. Uh, coloring books, all that kind of stuff. Uh, like, we had little magnet books, anything. By the time it was done, by the time we got to where we needed to be back home after a 12 hour drive, it legit looked like somebody had just, like, I don't know, emptied five shopping carts into the van and just strewing it all over. Like, it was horrible. Like, I mean, it was utterly, it was probably like a foot of stuff just laying all over the floor in the van. I mean, it was, it was bad, but that's okay. Cause they were, they were as happy as they could be for the situation. So yeah. I'll take that. So that's our, uh, that's our life hacks. Anything, anything else?
1: Um, no, uh, I don't know. The t- teenagers are easy to travel with. Because okay. like literally, she she gets in the car. Jay gets in the car if we travel anywhere or fly anywhere, and she'll put headphones in, and I can guarantee <laughs> within thirty minutes of traveling anywhere, she's asleep. Nice. That's it. She's Just asleep. She's been always been the same. Apparently, when she was a baby, because I I only know Jay from eight years onwards. Mm-hmm. Um, she was exactly exactly the same as a kid. Like as soon as she, like Lindsay used to say, like, we could put Jay in a car seat and you can guarantee as we're pulling off like the estate or pulling out of the village that we lived in, she was asleep. That was it. And she'll sleep until the car stops. So
0: that's awesome. See, that's the way Noah was when he was younger. I don't think he's gonna be that way anymore. But oh. yeah. So we have another question from Andros. Um what time of day has the best background music in Animal Crossing New
1: Horizons?
0: What do you think? Uh,
1: well, we, it, before we started the show, Nick was just skipping through a couple of them just to familiarize himself so we can answer this question properly without going ah, I can't remember what time it is, but I really like this one. Um, I, for me, 5 a.m. is that's like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. are my two favorite ones. they nice, like acoustic um, style guitar, chilled stuff. Because I think once it gets to like midday onwards, it gets a bit peppy. And then far onwards is even more until sunset. So I'd say uh, 5 a.m. is probably my favorite one. But, yeah. I've got them as a playlist on Spotify as well and if I'm driving I put them on while I'm driving (laughs) that's awesome what about you Jason
2: Um, yeah after listening to what you were playing earlier mine's got to be the 7am one Um, because for me just just I mean you know it was only six months ago but that nostalgic memory of going for my work first work break at about half seven in the morning sit down on comes the switch do me dailies and then just before stood there waiting for the shop to open up and just listening to that music play that's uh, that's the one for me
0: yeah i so funny funny story i don't see a lot of um i don't hear a lot of the music until early morning because when i'm playing like when i get home um, or like when I'm with my wife, we, I don't listen, I don't have the music on, which I know is an atrocity for as what well, good as the music is in New Horizons, but I just don't because we're usually watching some on TV, so I'm just playing with the music off. So initially when this question came up, I immediately thought of like the AMs, like the 1, 2, 3 AM in the morning when I would be playing and I would have the music on because everybody goes to sleep, I'm still playing, I turn the music up so I can hear uh, and so I thought wow! I remember there in one in the a.m.s that I really liked in that early morning and I went back and listened and it's actually 3 a.m. is like my favorite two and four I actually don't really care for I I remembered or once I listened to him I, I realized that those were the ones I don't really care for but 3 a.m. has this I don't know you just you'd have to listen to it it's got a wonky sound to it and it's just kind of fun when the when the hour flipped and I'd be playing that was about the time that Sean would usually wake up and tell me to get to bed which was always helpful but i just always remember that time because it, it, it was just or that that, that song because it was just really fun and i don't know it's not peppy but it's not too low key either and it's got this weird i don't know what you music people call it but it's got this weird sound in the middle and i just i just really like it but i agree with you guys five to probably noon is my favorite batch of music altogether. like that that batch is just really good um so Yeah, that's that's our thoughts. But uh, in in both of these questions, were you going to play something, Sean, or were you looking at something?
1: I was trying to find it, but I can't find a a decent one without having adverts and everything before it. So.
0: Oh, gotcha. Um, I can. um, That is.
1: I'll try and go ahead. I'll try and record some sound bites, and um, yeah, I will look into trying to use it as segments.
0: Okay. Sounds good. I, that is a really good idea. Look at that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we're making plans right here. <laughs> as, as Zach used to say, listen to the sausage get made or something like that. How does that go? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> there's something there that Zach used to say. Um, and I don't remember it, so I slaughtered it. Um, all right, so those are our questions. If you have questions for us or if you have your own answers to those questions and you want to let us know on Twitter – or on Instagram, or in the Discord, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at NDadCrossing, it's the same for both, so uh, let us know what you think, or drop us a line, and, and give us your thoughts, or your questions. So, the big the big reveal for this week was Super Mario 35, the 35th anniversary of Super Mario, we're getting like 3D All-Stars, some crazy Nintendo Switch online game. We're getting shoes. We're getting, I don't know. We're getting everything. We're getting some crazy Mario Kart thing, which we were talking about, the home circuit stuff. Um, And there's, uh, what, we already got Legos. We got, man, we just, like, Mario is raining from the sky.
1: Uh, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to dance a dance because I absolutely love Mario. I think... (laughs) They've hit the celebration of it being 35 years, which is shockingly only one year older than me. So I've had Mario <laughs> my entire life. Um, yeah, I, it's amazing. They, they've done it in a really good way. They've hit the like the sneaky heads. They've hit the like retro guys with the gamer watch. They've hit the like style live action type stuff with the. Mario cat Live, and then they've hit home with like my age, my like me specifically with those three um, 3D games. They are my favorite free 3D games of Super Mario ever. So
0: nice, yeah. So so those three are 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and the First Galaxy. Yeah. So so obviously, and Nintendo 64, GameCube, and the Wii. 3D, so you can get them all in one pack. You get them all in one pack. Uh, I'm sure you guys all know this, but uh, Super Mario 3D World is coming out next year, early next year, with some extra content and stuff like that. But for the purpose of this cast, one of the events that they're doing is I know this is going to shock you. Who would think that there would be such a crossover? But they are bringing Mario items to Animal Crossing New Horizons, which it's not new. Animal Crossing has had Mario items for in other in other games. We were always wondering if it was going to happen in New Horizons. I'm sure we always thought it would. But now it's going to. So the question is, what items do you guys want to see in your and on your Animal Crossing Island?
1: I want to be able to build walls out of the Mario bricks and the question mark box. I would so that would be amazing. That and piranha plants and Cooper shells. Basically everything, everything, all. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, (laughs) that was a good show. (laughs) We're done. We want it all. Just give it to us all. No, no. um, Yeah, I want like the overworld, anything that's overworld. So like the original overworld stuff, even if I can have like a flooring design that makes it look like that and bushes with the little eyes. I could have the bushes all eyes. That'd be so cool. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I, I'd I'd have to redo. I'm I'm think now. I'm purposely gonna not do any plants on my entire island until I so <laughs> <I> refuse. <laughs> um, yeah, piranha plants are a
0: must. Like, I think we need like piranha plants. That 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 should happen. Uh, I will say this is an uh this is a suggestion or or a thought from. StatFast, um, who is a Discord member, does a lot of first looks for us. Cool guy. Um, he, he said he wants to be able to transport via pipes, which I think would be amazing if you could, like, put a pipe down in one area, put a pipe down in another, and just transport to different parts of the island. The moment he said that, he was like, yes, I want that. I want – give me that.
1: that different cool. colored ones. So you can, like, get to different areas
0: yeah that would be great. I love it. I love that. Idea. What about you, Jason? What do you want from Mario items on your
2: island? I really want really want question blocks that you're able to put money in so that like, would be obviously simple. yeah in in the Mario games he jumps up, you get the coin whatever um as you guys were saying earlier whilst you're redoing your islands. My orchard area is the one big area that's a hot mess, and it is a big area. I've just got got different fruit trees and bamboo just thrown about everywhere. I would wipe that down and I would make some sort of like Mario level there with question blocks uh, uh, for my guests to earn some money and things like that. So that would be brilliant. Really enjoy that.
1: If if they could do it, so if you put the question mark block down and every day it reset and you could hit it with a shovel like you do a rock. Yeah. Every time you yeah. hit the shovel, you, you get the the coin noise and like bells mm-hmm. come out. Or like even Mario theme recipe cards for DIY stuff came mm-hmm. out that you had to do it every day. That'd be really good.
0: Yeah, you you yeah. have to imagine the DIY cards from this. Like, there's gonna be there's gonna be a whole mess of DIY recipes that come out of this for sure.
1: Yeah, overalls. You're gonna want like the hat. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, you're gonna but be I'm, able to dress like Mario. 100. When is it? When is it going to be the 25th Zelda?
0: Oh, the uh, in next year, sometime. I don't know when, but I'm pretty sure it's next so, year. If I if I remember from the Nintendo Dads uh, uh, podcast. Yeah. So, um,
2: are we going to get a Zelda crossover? That would be easier for me because yeah. then I could just turn my orchard into the Lost Woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
0: totally true. Um, yes, I I bet we will. I was just thinking wouldn't it be awesome if they replaced your axe with a master sword. Now come on that would be great. <laughs> yeah. You just like hit the tree once and like everything just scatters out of it because it's, you don't have to hit it multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I bet I bet I bet we will. Actually, I think that possibly Zelda could be a better crossover for Animal yeah, Crossing than Mario. You could
1: have fairies fly, fly around. Yeah. So you could like is it Navi? can have not be flying around and stuff
0: yeah i um so i want i mean obviously coins bricks all that stuff i want all that it would be i think the the pipe thing that that fast product would be amazing i doubt we're gonna get that but man if if we did i would be i'd be totally sold um i would love to see some way where you could access and i think we have brought this up before actually um where you if they brought out the little nesses so in the first animal crossing i don't know um i know i know you're new sean have you did you ever play the original animal crossing
2: jason i, I dipped into it um yep. a little bit and I, I yeah i know what you're referring to that was okay. brilliant
0: Yeah, yeah, so in the first one, man, the reason a lot of people, like, got into that was because you could play certain NES games on, like, you could get NES, they looked like the Nintendo, they looked like the the original NES, and when you went up to it, pressed A, you would be taken into whatever game you had on there. Um, I think it would be great if they released a line of those And maybe it just takes you into whatever you're doing in uh, whatever. Maybe they're just apps that you could already play on NSO, but now you can access them from Animal Crossing. I think that would be awesome, and I would be down for that.
1: What about if they brought out a little DS that you could put down, and if you access the DS, it could take you to a micro version of New Leaf? Oh, you you blew
0: my mind, Sean.
1: <laughs> you could play Animal Crossing New Leaf inside Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's like an inception. There you go. <laughs> now I can put a thousand.
0: Now I can put a thousand hours into a game that I've already put like my mind. I can't even wrap my mind around that. That's like uh, Matrix stuff, right there. Um, that would be great and horrible all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think those – I think just the main things are what I want. I definitely want a Mario costume. I want coins, blocks, and all that stuff. But I think that's that's pretty much what I'm hoping for. When do you think we'll get it? When do you think they'll start the event?
1: Um, let's think about this. Now we've got – the game's coming out in September. We've got the September – like the autumn update to come yet. Mm-hmm. So whether or not it's going to be patched in with the autumn update um oh maybe march next year
2: yeah I- i'm leaning towards march mm. be, be the year uh, end of march be the one year anniversary wouldn't it be some yeah big event sort of thing because mm. then we're getting to the stage of where we've had the year cycle it'll start being repeated sort of thing so they'll do something to yeah to keep you going yeah. keep you playing yeah
0: yeah it's either gonna be march i think it's either gonna be january or march it could i think it could be january when they're when they're kind of in so you're through you're through christmas and uh and uh rudolph and all that i can't think of the reindeer's name for some reason um you're through i'm sure what it's gonna look like that what christmas is gonna look like and then you're left with you're left with kind of like that January, February wall. I think it could be in there possibly, Um, but it all depends on what else they got slotted for winter updates and, and all that stuff. But yeah, whenever they drop it, I will be, uh, I am totally excited to, to start playing 100%.
1: Anything else we're looking for? I reckon March 10th. I'm just reading something now on, um, on Uh polygon.com. They make, Reference that I think in the direct it actually said March next year. Oh,
0: did it really? Well, yeah. see, there you go.
1: Yeah, Mario should, day, well, it? yeah that's it. March mm-hmm. is
0: Mario Day. So
1: that's true. That makes sense.
0: <sighs> Whenever they do it, I'll be ready for it. Yes, well, anything definitely. else, gents, for this podcast?
1: Uh, no, I think we've uh pretty much, we've covered more than an hour i believe so we're doing pretty well we are rocketed
0: out take us out mr rabbit
1: okay so dad crossing is part of the nintendo does family of podcasts you can find new nintendo does content wherever podcasts are found if you have questions or comments you can reach out to us on twitter youtube and instagram everything is under the same handle of at and dad crossing we want to give a big thanks to the nintendo dads as always for making this craziness happen they seem to have opened up and basically let anybody who wants to make a podcast make a podcast <laughs> but no it's great it's good that we've been able to do this under their umbrella and we're always thankful for it so from nick our guest for today jason and myself sean we hope your village is sunny and your villages are happy stay safe
0: see you later